there, all you wonderful, beautiful beings. Welcome to another amazing episode of One Shot. I'm your host, Big Bees, your happy, helpful harbinger of hype. My pronouns are he, him, and we're back with part two of Gunfucks by Adira Slattery. This is a game where you can be the best Borderlands badass without you know, all those glitches, game crashes, and invisible walls. If you haven't listened to part one, you should definitely go check that out. <laughs> no worries at all. I'll sit here on my switch and wait till you're done so we can experience this together. Oh, you ready? Oh, sweet. Well, let's get back into the story. You know, you pretty much stop there. The guys, the guards look at you and they're, they were going to tell you, you can't bring the car in, but it looks totaled. So they just kind of like, look at that, look at you all and just, eh, <laughs> and then let you in. Eh, it was randomly generated. Yeah. <laughs> you look back and it starts depixelizing. Yeah. It was a cool color though. Anyway, like you pointing lazily towards one of the gods, we're trying to find like treasure or whatever. Where's the treasure? The tall <gasps> guide said treasure. treasure. You want treasure? Oh my god. Well, I I know you can look fucking anywhere. There's gonna be something I mean, I don't know do I look like I know where the treasure is? Oh. I literally barely get paid to sit here and protect this place. Sure, I get it. The real treasure was the friends we made all along. Oh, sure, you betcha. <laughs> you see the guy that wasn't talking, the other one start to raise his rifle towards you. <laughs> and then the other one just looks at him and he like lowers it. Sentiment is nice or whatever, but I was kind of looking for expensive jewels and shit. But if you're, yeah. if you're telling me that treasure is just like anywhere, then... Um, Anywhere, everywhere, I really don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not a treasure hunter. Do I look like I have a death wish? No. Oh, so you're just like boring then. Is there anyone here that's interesting? Uh, depends on your definition of that. I mean, you can go in and look around. I mean, oh, you know, oh, you, you know what? Yes. No, there is someone. Very, very interesting. Great. You must <clears throat> talk to. Uh, yeah, go in there. Look for a gentleman. Uh, you know, big beard, like old, old guy. Uh, he should be, should be towards the back. Yeah, go, go talk to him. He'll have plenty of, of leads on treasure for you. You're laughing. Why are you laughing? I'm not, man, young lady. I am not. I am not laughing. I am a serious guard here doing my serious job, uh, and um, I don't know which one of you uh, and looks at Deborah. Is this your great, great, great grandchild? <laughs> the whose sassy lost child is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they all belong to me as long as they haven't paid for my smashed up cabin. Great. Okay, well, just keep an eye on her because, you know, this is a town, but there's still, like, shady shit that goes on. So, And he just kind of like, looks at the little girl and, then, like, looks away from her, not wanting to make eye contact too long. <laughs> Sally climbs up his back and gets right in his ear. It's crazy that you think I'm a lady. <laughs> He's crying. 
<laughs> I just grab her by the ear and pull her towards me. Uh, Come on now, you owe me a lot of money. Uh, fully get <laughs> not picking up on the sarcasm from the guard and being mm-hmm. told, speak to that guy. That guy knows about treasure. Uh, Tiago takes that fully at face value and uh, <laughs> <laughs> immediately walks off to go speak to this bearded bloke uh, at the back of the town. Yeah, I assume you're like texting in your phone, so you're only paying attention to words and not nuances and mm-hmm, emotions mm-hmm. and everything. You're like, okay, yeah, cool, great. Yep, thanks, bye. There and is a, so a, a quick flip open of like demon maps to uh, and, demon uh, maps. as Tiago <laughs> like types in bearded guy who knows where treasure is, and weirdly enough, there is actually uh, they are two hundred meters away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Turn left at the churro stand. There's a guy over there with a big beard. Like, take this sword. It's dangerous to go alone. He's <laughs> yeah. got like a bunch of swords outside. So yeah, you go in, and I guess since you're heading, since Tiago's heading straight towards this uh, this individual, do you all follow, or do you walk around, look around? Oh, I'm definitely oh, yeah. following. Definitely follow, yeah. Fantastic. I'm at the whims of Deborah because she has my ear. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you you don't have a choice in this because your ear is being. Russell's like as a, handing out like business cards he made for like his under his basement <laughs> brew, like homebrew operation. Like as you walk through, you're just passing them out. Yeah, that's great. So after after a little bit, hey, I'd how say, are like, you, Russell Majikowski here? How's the family? <laughs> who who the hell are you? Leave me leave me alone. He's I don't on want to the next one guy. of these. Well, <laughs> oh, damn it. And you just keep going. So about five minutes of this, and you finally get towards, uh, you get led down a little alley, and you just kind of hear, (laughs) Now who's this young fella? (laughs) (laughs) You see in a little rocking chair, just in the alley, you see like a bunch of like discarded bottles, most of them broken. Um, just with a little, a, a jug of hooch in his hand, just rocking back and forth, no shoes, blue suspenders, one of the suspender straps hanging off his arm, no shirt, and just stark white hair at the top with like the, um, best way I can describe it is that George Jefferson, uh, balding mm-hmm. at the top. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns around, looks at you, and just has a big old bushy white beard, and just hey, 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 hey. and you see he has one tooth in his mouth, and he just hello and welcome. <laughs> um, what, where, what is, what are you doing here? <laughs> and just takes a swig. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiago. Is goes, oh my god, I haven't had a drink in like 20 minutes and swipes the jug of hooch. Russell's like, what the heck? I had this in my fanny pack the whole time. And he like, yeah. up a of- <laughs> Your stuff tastes of kombucha. It's gross. And just uh, fully drinks the considerably worse alcohol oh, yeah. from, uh, from 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 this man. Has hasn't introduced himself. Doesn't know this man's name, but he has alcohol, and the alcohol is now Tiago's. 
The funny thing about that, as Tiago's drinking that, the camera pans over as uh, as Russell's like, but I had this in my pack the whole time, and is just holding it there, mm. staring at Tiago, and you just see a little uh, a wrinkly hand just shakily reach up, grab the bottle, and take it away from Russell, <laughs> and you just hear <laughs> Great, now we've traded alcohol. Uh, how about you go trade us some treasure information? Treasure? Oh, oh, are you, are you adventurers? Are you badasses? I think instead of replying, there is a gesture to the outfit and then a gesture to everybody else's outfit and just leaves that to hang. Russell takes this as a compliment. Yeah, that is the best part. Definitely, Deborah is posed up against like one of the posts uh, that that is on this like little porch area with, with, mm-hmm. with one arm, and uh, she slaps her bony ass, which like <laughs> jiggles like like way down from where she slapped and where you would expect an ass to hang, and she she gives this guy a wink. Sa- as no. soon as Sally was released from from yeah. her, her grip. Uh, there across the porch by Tiago, like jumping to try and like grab the alcohol whenever they pull it away from their lips. No, absolutely, absolutely. The moment that there is a, we get a full kind of like uh, throat motion on taking a swig from this thing. And he just hands it to you, still assumes you're 11, does not care. Thank you. They've transformed back. They're like big full cheeks again, green eyes normal brown freckles <laughs> mm-hmm. thank you <clears throat> so the this this old gentleman looks over at the child drinking goes to say something and then looks back at deborah slapping her ass and goes mm-hmm. well hot stuff <laughs> all right I've got to so much picking up what i'm putting down <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're looking for treasure i got it I can lead you to treasure, but uh, you've got to you've got to do something for me. Uh, now I I know I don't look it, but I'm I'm not as young as I used to be, and uh, I've lived I've lived quite a life. But one of the things I regret is uh, I just I never got to be as much of a uh, wanted man as 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 I see other people and as I wanted to be. So. I really wanted to get on the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I wanted to get on the Artemis Arms, uh, wanted list, and I wanted to, like, be a wanted man and have to worry about being on the run. I'm not gonna do it, but I just, you know, I'm too old to give a damn, but I wanted to be on the list at least, just to say I did something. But I just, these old bones ain't going to be able to get out there and do it. But uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how to get some really good treasure if you uh, do me a favor and go knock out one of the, um, one of the, it's a, it's a group of them. They're not too far. I can show you, if you got a map, I can show you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want you to take, uh, take out this, 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 like, it's a, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, and he takes another sip of the brew he took from uh, Russell. It's like a convoy, but uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, just go out there, take them out, and I want you to leave this. And he hands like a a little metallic puck to whoever takes it. 
He just holds it out there. Mm-hmm. Just leave this and activate it, and that's all I need you to do. Just kick everyone's ass and then leave that. Yeah, I don't know if Tiago pulls out, you know, d- demon maps or whatever Oh, yeah, it was. absolutely demon but- maps to go and find where. <laughs> Russell also pulls out a paper map, which is out of date, and like a compass and a protractor, and is like, "Okay, I'm ready." Like, <laughs> oh my god, show is me it, where. Is it from before the planet got fucked? Oh yeah, everything yes. is green so, on there. It's yeah. I think Sally took the coin. Yeah, I did. Yeah, mm. Sally. Like, just a little hand enters screen, takes it. He points on the green map, and it's you know, it says that there's nothing there. But it's also extremely out of date. And he's like, yeah, but right there. Um, there's actually a building there now, but um, it's still the same general direction. We're here, by the way. So, And just shows you guys where you are in relation to where he wants to send you. Mm-hmm. Russell's got his hands on his hips and he's looking at the sun trying to figure out like degrees on the map. <laughs> Tiago, you can see the uh, the coordinates mm-hmm. on the map and easily just put it into your demon maps. Mm-hmm. Oh, look. There's like a little glowing marker over there. Beacon. I'm fully committing to this being like the 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 way that you clipped off the tiny rock like a bad physics collision in a poorly programmed mm-hmm. video game we can fully yeah. see that there is now a waypoint marker now that we've been told where this thing is just yeah. in the sky mm-hmm. so a little thing pops up and it goes Bloop, and it like a big ass uh dialogue box that just gets in the way of you wherever you look it follows you Mm -hmm. it's just obnoxious and in your face and it says everything that this old man has said including the hiccups burps and everything else Mm -hmm. and then at the bottom it says accept or deny and then at the top the title is old man's last wish not for nothing the fact that you can burp on command is absolutely wretched bro <laughs> <laughs> um i mean that's a skill i'm still yet. jealous of Honestly. <laughs> uh we're hitting accept yeah we're gonna go knock over this building i guess absolutely mm-hmm. hell yeah yeah i learned that skill uh by having three younger brothers that i had to torment on a daily basis so uh, yeah a skill learned out of necessity. Yeah, a, a platform boot, high-heeled boot, just high kicks the accept button. <laughs> <laughs> when you do that, that just shatters. Mm-hmm. And it's waiting for, uh, I think, uh, we'll just do it to where once one person hits it, everybody accepts it. Yeah, I, I fully want to see how everybody else ira- interacts with menus in an over-the-top way, by the way. Bonus mission. <laughs> For this, uh, you hit it, that goes away, and the marker just pops up, and you guys have a location to go to. So, like, do we want to make sure we're, like, armed or whatever before we go? I mean, there's got to be some kind of, like, gun or thing in, what is it, born mouth? Oh, I got a couple things right here. And just kicks open the chest. <laughs> And there's uh, just a bunch of random, like, guns and knives and things in there. And I found these over the years. You might be able to use them. I got to tell you there, young feller. I'm a little concerned you have that so close to the hooch. But, uh... Well, <laughs> I'm not. Makes people makes it a lot easier to defend people trying to come take my hooch. <laughs> I know it's pretty easy. 
immediately no. like having cracked open some second bottle of hooch that hasn't been opened <laughs> yet swigging the moment the the guns were shown sally like power slide on their knees it's just like <laughs> elbow deep in them like hugs the chest and then digs in <laughs> all right so everyone this is the part of the game where we are going to prep for our first quest. All right. So, as the game states, you are given a weapon due to your class, mm -hmm. and you are also asked to create to roll for three additional weapons for each of you. Mm -hmm. So we're going to roll for those weapons now. Our players are rolling on the rarity chart first to see if they get a common or a rare. Mm -hmm. Next, they're going to do the damage shows exactly how much damage it does um after that is the range to see you know whether it's a melee uh short range or a far range weapon mm. uh then after that they're going to roll for the manufacturer to see who made it roll for the element and then also roll for the perks on the weapon uh i'm sorry roll for the quirk the perk is depending on the rarity of the weapon mm. itself since we have no <clears throat> since we have no loot, we don't get any quirks, yeah. I assume. Oh, one free quirk, my bad. Yes, the quirk, yeah, the quirk just depends uh on the element. Right. You go down to the quirk ah, list and roll gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha. So the uh, yeah. Weird that you roll for the quirk before you find out what element it is. It feels like it should probably be the other way around. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, I, I when I see that I just I I, I leave the quirk for last. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That is a little. That is a little because you don't you don't know where to roll until you you roll it. Uh, and we're making three of these, yeah. Yes, All right. three. But I love it. it's just boom d six d six d six boom weapon made, beautiful. And so those of you while you're, while you're rolling these weapons, there if you haven't checked it out, and for those of you listening, the elements deal bonus damage to each other, the ones that they're weak against. Mm -hmm. So fire and ice deal bonus damage to one another. Mm -hmm. So fire deals bonus to ice, ice deals bonus to fire. Um, same thing with electric and explosive, and then the same thing with monstrous and non-Euclidean. Mm. So keep that in mind as well when we're when you're gonna start getting your armor ready and when we start heading out. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> I like how it get the the element like opposites get more and more nonsensical as it goes. Fire versus oh, yeah. ice makes sense. Electric versus okay. explosive, sure, why not? <laughs> Monstrous versus non-Euclidean, sure, okay. <laughs> We're just like Pokemon type advantage rules at that Hell point. Yeah. <laughs> psychic versus bug, absolutely, of course. Psychic is mm -hmm. to bug. That makes sense. Hey, um, I'm used to this shit. I do. Pokemon AP. <laughs> I mean, I'm also a Pokétuber stuff as well, and sometimes I still do not remember what, like, Fairy is weak to. Oh, um, no. You'd think for a person who does a Pokemon podcast that I would know about Pokemon or type advantages, and I know dick shit. The best way to <laughs> yeah. be. Do not be cursed with the knowledge. Uh, no. And I... And I play a Pokemon professor, a researcher, so I'm supposed to be smart and know things. And, and I don't know nothing. Mm -hmm. I only play one on the radio. Yeah, we got some nice weapons. Anybody anybody uh, done? Want to talk about their beautiful weapons that they want to bring? I am close to being done. Mm, I have one Fantastic. more to do, sorry. Uh, Thanks. Nay, not a problem at all. All right. Four. 
Burning goop. Burning goop is wild. <laughs> so now our players, as they're making these weapons, Whoa! excuse me, it just rolled as three sixes in a row. So mm. oh, pretty nice. excited about that. As they're rolling these weapons, they uh, <clears throat> will have to choose between them to take on this mission. Um, James, playing the witch, gets two weapons to bring with them. Both Aaron and Nathan get uh, three weapons in their loadout. Mm -hmm. So, as the gambler and the nomad. And uh, Lev over here, as the wonderful little psycho Sally Mellon, the Zerker gets all four of her little bitty weapons to take with her on this uh, first quest. Mm. I will be weighed down and so slow. But so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> the tiniest tank. Yes. That's my that's honestly my favorite like trope to fuck with. Oh yeah. Little tiny character eggs. big hammer iconic. Yes. Oh, yeah. So good. Delicious. <laughs> so with each one of these weapons, everybody, as they're finishing those up, mm -hmm. you have harm, which is, you know, what you deal, the damage that these weapons deal. Mm. It gives you a near far so yeah, melee, near, and far mm -hmm. are your distances. After that, you get your element. You know, we just went over the element types and their advantages, disadvantages. The manufacturer just pretty much shows how it looks, like what kind of weapon that is, and too. the perk that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, then after that, you you know choose your rarity, which also uh, kicks in with the perk tells you which perk you get, and then a quirk depends on what elements you have and that's a that's a cool little powerful ability you get with that mm -hmm. the system's very fun oh yeah oh yeah it's fun now wait till we start killing folks <laughs> but yeah it's 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 a system i love because you can just grab it pick up and go like it's just boom and I love that you don't have to sit around for like six hours trying to like come up with new gear mm. and stuff like that. Like I said, I love to just grab some D6 and just roll, 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 roll. Boom, I got a weapon. So it looks like our our character weapons are the ones that come with our class have a name on them. Are, are yes. we to name all our weapons? Because I will. I'm yes, in the process I bet of working out how to name them. I yeah. bet you won't. Uh, Triple dog dare you. You know, I definitely uh, will not be upset at anyone who uses, uh, who has all their weapons uh, going by a common theme. Mm. Uh, you know, won't be upset at that at all. I'm, I'm one step ahead of you here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, know, I knew who I picked. I knew who I want to play with. Okay. All right. We have three named weapons. The names are mid. I fully take suggestions on how to punch them up. But we have the Fulgur Foil, uh, an electric melee weapon uh, that can um, mark near enemies, despite it being a melee weapon, and then cause sparks to jump to nearby enemies when I make kills. Um, we have the Snowstorm Saber, also a melee weapon that can cause blizzards preventing enemies from attacking from far which to be honest Ooh. if it means that they have oh, yeah. to come into melee range good yeah. uh, oh no um and uh, the conflagration which is for against all odds a fire themed sniper rifle uh that deal <laughs> <laughs> that deals weapon that deals damage to melee enemies as its special ability so i guess i can kind of like 
after I, I like the idea of when you kind of like reload it and the big bullet casing falls out that does like heat damage to everything nearby or something like that yeah <laughs> I love that silly silly guns oh, I came up with stupid names let me hear them oh I boy so I've Give them to me. I've ended up with three weapons. I got a common and two rares. Mm. Uh, one Ooh. of them is a fire that I have named Molten Malt. Um, <laughs> so all my weapons are are <laughs> yes. beer themed. Yep. Mm. And it has burning goop, so coat an area in flaming paste. Anyone who enters it takes one fire every turn. Nice. Uh, I have a Macbeth weapon, so that's like the Scottish one, and it's an explosive mm-hmm. element uh, with, with a quirk called Big Red Button, which is your next attack deals one plus one harm, the stacks. So that's my shotgun, Ooh. and I've named it the Hot Hops Howitzer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a ice rifle, Petriba ice rifle, with ice patch, freeze in near area, moving through it costs no movement for allies or enemies, and I've named this the Polar Pilsner Rifle. Okay, okay, oh, very good. Beautiful chef's kiss. Mm. Why does this Love. random crate have items that are specifically themed to us? Who yeah, knows? Yeah, well, I don't know how I got all these beer themed I mean, guns. the names, you can name them, but these are just, you know... Just so you you're digging through this and finding stuff that catches your attention. Mm-hmm. I, I should probably name the ranged weapon also a sword. Very Romeo plus Juliet. It's actually called the Flamberge now. Hey there. Hey, it's Bees again, and welcome to the mid-roll. Let's take a quick break from the game so I can tell you about a couple awesome things you should know about. Your adventuring party does a lot together, fighting side by side, saving the world, or destroying it, depending on your alignment. (laughs) But at the end of the day, how well do you really know them? The Ultimate RPG Campfire card deck gives you the opportunity to share your characters' backstories and even create new details through question-based roleplay. Created by the RPG expert, author, and podcaster, our very own James D'Amato, this deck has 150 unique and interesting question cards to spark discussion, inspiration, and collaboration. You can pick up your Ultimate RPG Campfire card deck at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, or wherever needy nerdy things are sold. Did you know the listener surveys for the one-shot host auditions are out? Patrons can find links on Patreon, and our lovely public feed listeners can find them at oneshotpodcast.com. Please go fill those out to show love to all these talented hosts and show support to your favorite. Now it's time for another nugget of wisdom from Big Bees' big bag of bad facts. When you see a bear, breakdancing while beatboxing is a surefire way to assert dominance. And with that, a quick word from our sponsors. I have a question about that character. Can you play? Can you use guns, or do you have to have all sorts? No, I just, just get bonuses. Uh, so oh, my my abilities are cheaper. If I stuff that costs bullets costs one bullet cheaper. Uh, mm. If I'm using a melee weapon, uh, meaning that one bullet things are free, uh, <laughs> which can be silly, but. Um, I, I can use guns. Yeah, that's what we're here for. I can still use guns, though. Uh, so me having a, a long-ranged rifle is fine, just I don't know whether Tiago would deign to use it. 
just might not choose that with your loadout. Mm-hmm. I can take. I, I, I can. I have a loadout of three, so I can actually carry all three. Um, you know, nothing is scarier than somebody who has a big scary gun on their back and they just never use it. Like, when are they going to use it? <laughs> Why do they have that there? The situation is so dire and they've not used that gun yet. That gun must be, like, a big deal. So, like, oh, the gun's gross. Don't want to. Half of your combat is just freaking out your enemies with the anticipation of, like, <laughs> when are they going to use that gun? Mm-hmm. I see it. So my my starting gun is a pair of uh, dual revolvers called Toil and Trouble. Oh gosh, I love that's it. so good. They're non-Euclidean. Um, they they do two harm. The quirk that I got for them is Echo, which allows me to create a clone uh, to take damage instead of me, which oh. is an ability Ooh. I love too much. Um, <laughs> I, I I rolled a bunch. One uh, was just a, a melee weapon with electric power, so I decided, well, that's just a taser broom. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I've I've got the Fry of Newt, which is a a far or a far range uh, uh, monstrous gun that is covered in eyes, uh, so they're just nude eyes, Ooh. and they can uh, get you from a long distance. Uh, and then the other gun that I'm going to be taking with me is called the Scottish Gun. Uh, hmm which is a rare gun that does three harm um, by the Macbeth gun pr- production company. Um, mm. And it does extra damage when there is uncollected loot. Mm. All right. Mm. Those are very good names. They are. Thank you. They are. I love them. Uh, I have three of my four names. Mm-hmm. The one All I right. originally have is the Princess Punch, previously called Phoenix. I've changed it. It's a fire Mm-hmm. Uh, weapon near and it has meteor so I can do extra harm I have to I have to look more into this one so I understand no problem oh it's it's it does this weapon does harm to a near area but it's a near thing so it's quirk is kind of useless mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but then the, I wait, have the, the Lisa frankly in danger <laughs> um, which is a D6, an extra D6 to canny attack. It's a far range weapon. It's monstrous and it has tooth and claw, which means mm-hmm. when I I mark a charge when my allies make melee attacks. Oh. Um, and then I get to add a bonus die to my next attack for each charge. Mm-hmm. And then I remove all nice. the charges. And then there's my melee weapon, which is the babysitter's club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a gold standard. I get attack uh, D6 to attacks with cool. It's non-Euclidean, so I have a hyperbolic barrel, which uh, means I can make an attack on an enemy outside of my weapon range. Um, and the last one, I haven't named yet because I haven't thought of a good name for it yet. Mm-hmm. No uh, but it's a cat's one, thi- it's a near, and it's explosive. So I can, While you're uh, thinking of that the- name, I'm going to need you to re-roll on that, uh, that, that meteor weapon because, no, we're not having redundancy here. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the best badass you can be. A, a kind of explosive cat's weapon, temper tantrum. Oh, oh, so good. Thank yes. you. No Thank you. I, we, oh, damn, we got a party of good weapon namers here. <laughs> temper oh, tantrum. Yeah. Okay, I got pilot light, which means I get to reroll an attack, which is great. There we okay. go. Thank and you. Damn. There we go. Oh, you doing redundancy here. No, I want all of y'all to show out. <laughs> a benevolent god. You say that now. No. <laughs> For now. Uh, if we're renaming 
uh, our default weapon because it was just oh, called yeah. Frostblade, which is uh, basic hours. Um, the the ice katana that Tiago has is called. Let me take a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a katana, but flip it over, and it has an it has a. Uh, Little little selfie stick that you can extend <laughs> and then take a selfie. I, I think that's great. Uh, <laughs> Tiago has the reputation for landing finishing the like the Kurosawa style dashing finishing blows and mm -hmm. then taking a picture as the other person slides in half in the background. <laughs> Hell yeah! Can I ask a really quick question? I'm sorry. Of course. What's the difference between stacks and charges? Um, stacks you build, and I believe charges like start out and use. I understand. I understand. I see, I see, I see. So charges, charges like start happen within a round. You have them. Like you start, yeah, you start with charges and then that goes down. Stacks you build up and then expand. Sure, yeah, I think charges are for a specific thing. Cause I have like multiple things that have charges and you don't get to okay. like spend them on the other thing, do you? Like, so if I have no, a I weapon that so. gets no, no, charges, no. I don't get to use it for this other thing that has charges. No. It's for that thing for that yeah, yeah okay. incredible thank you so well, much i would also uh, like to uh, rename my starting weapon uh mm -hmm. which was called yes. my purse close uh, my close personal friend uh, but i need a beer themed so uh it's electric so it's a uh, shockwave stout shotgun mm. yes good mm -hmm. yes okay we have our guns i think heck yeah all right mm. so uh as you all know um and there's like a little crappy hologram that comes in and out uh, for everyone getting ready to leave the town that reminds you to go to the mirror and register because let's be real, we're all going to die at some point. <laughs> That's just what it says. And then it, start, it boots over and goes, yeah, make sure before you leave to check out the mirror and register because let's be real, we're all going to die at some point. And it just keeps doing it over and over on a loop. Mm -hmm. And you all know that the mirror stands for the Mental Imaging Repository Realizing Organic Replication. And when you die, it takes, uh, when you register, it takes a copy of your DNA. And when you die, it brings you back. Mm -hmm. Oh, sick. Okay. It will be, uh, uh, I will say though, uh, do note that when you die and come back, um, there is a crack that appears on all of your weapons and you will have to, every time you die, you spend an additional bullet for every quirk you activate on that. So if mm -hmm. your quirk takes one bullet, you die, come back. Now it costs two. Mm -hmm. And then every time you die, it's plus one. The command attacks for a joke for yeah. three people. Um, okay. Okay. That's fine. How do, how do we register After the... Oh, you just go up and just put your hand Touch on the it. thing and you it gotta say something. You. How do we know how like many mirror mirror we have? on the wall? Who's the multiest uh, of them all? Say <laughs> in your character, which you have seven bullets. Seven bullets. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of assume that even though it, it has a physical mirror on the device, although it doesn't do anything, it's just mm. you know, uh, so the acronym makes sense. And you Tiago take a selfie of yourself in oh, the yeah. mirror. Oh, uh, yeah. Tiago is absolutely <laughs> like JoJo posing in front of the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Have I been replicated yet? 
I mean, that poses how you nobody could replicate this ass. Uh, that, that pose is how you're like, if you die, they come out doing mm-hmm. that pose. Yeah, they, they, they come, come out, out voguing, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. So yeah, after the after you complete a quest, then all that goes away. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not a permanent thing. It's just for that uh, combat or that quest, mm-hmm. really. All right. So uh, you checked in at the mirror. You got your weapons. Ah. You should choose your loadout, so choose the number of weapons that you can take with yep. you, and choose your armor type. Now, you will notice that on the uh, the little that little screen that popped up telling you about your quest, mm-hmm. it did say that the elements you'll run into are oh. Oh. ice and electric. Boogie woogie woogie. Okay. I was going to go for uh, an electric outfit anyway. I, I, I think... Um, mm-hmm. Tiago is a very electric element person, um, but hey, you know, uh, because having having the armor that matches the type of damage you would take would reduce it, right? So correct, yeah. yes. So you want to either take ice or electric armor, although there may mm-hmm. be a secret monstrous or non-Euclidean enemy there. Who knows? Um, no, I wouldn't do that. So Russell has uh, put on layers uh because uh he's you know he's dressing for the cold weather um Mm -hmm. you know you gotta do some layers there uh you know up here in the frozen tundra so i gotta put on my ice armor got hand warmers in the gloves Mm. all right hats on hats on hats (laughs) stack of five hats that's an actual wardrobe change for this i like that all right. Uh, it's got one of those hats with like the ears and the oh, tassels the big that come down. Oh yeah, yeah of course. I'd be offended if he did. Sally uh, clacks their teeth together, and some part of their braces strikes against each other, and like electricity just kind of like exits their mouth mm-hmm. and coats over their over their clothes. Uh, I'm gonna take electric armor. Mm-hmm. I love it. And James, yeah, Deborah, uh, like you know, gets gets the scan and um, like snaps her fingers uh, and robes like roll out over her as though her outfit has changed, but it looks like absolutely nothing is different. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's a little bit pointier, angular. It, it, it's hard to tell, mm. but but she is in oh. electric armor. Nice. I would like to think that. Uh, when Deborah puts her hand on the thing to get like a blood sample drawn, like it stabs and nothing comes out at first. Yeah, so it's, there's it's, an it's, error. it's like a moth that comes <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she like rubs her hands together, tries to get some flow, and then puts her hand back. I and know gets there's a some blood in there somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> you you joke, but that's like how I am at 35. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. <laughs> Well, we all know that now Aaron is just, he's an old witch in disguise. old Mm. witch. Mm. (laughs) The truth is out. (laughs) Even though we totaled our ride, is there another uh, get get a ride station? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's get a rides all over the place. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you walk out, there's one, like, funny enough, it's like three feet from where you crashed. So... (laughs) 
Like you still see the smolt, like the smoke coming up and the, mm-hmm. the charred rock. And then, uh, which is funny because that charred rock that flipped your vehicle, you see like a little squirrel run by, hit it and just knock it over to the side as it's running by <laughs> it. And then <laughs> you see the get a ride right there. I want a convertible. This is not that negotiable. Really cool, actually. <laughs> I also want a convertible. I agree. Yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, Tiago is open to what color? Oh no, I like this. Tiago turns to turns to Russell. Hey, uh, beer guy. What kind of color? <laughs> Should the convertible be? Uh well, you, well, you know, you you can't go wrong with the old Packers green and yellow. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, try uh, again, Min- nerd. Minnesota fan, eh? <laughs> but for Minnesota real, have fans. What what color? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm 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 just being a bit of a bitch. It's fine. It R- could be green. <laughs> Russell hits the randomize button and it comes out with like purple rain. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. E- even better. Oh my god. <laughs> Russell's not happy with 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 what's happened now. <laughs> now he's like uh, uh, Vikings colors. Ugh. <laughs> well, it's just as well. This whole area is just about as desolate as a. Minnesota trophy case, so <laughs> I'm sure someone out right. there is absolutely steaming. Uh, Tiago uh, hops into the driver's seat. So, what weapons, if any, do you put on there? Mm. Oh, driver gets the music, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. De- oh, yeah. Deborah, what what weapons does this car have? Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Got the purple theme to it. I kind of feel like it's got uh, laser cannons that oh, are yeah. shaped like that uh, guitar that Prince used during the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm. All right. And Sally, you want to add any other weapon to it? Uh, not so much a weapon as, um, well, I guess technically it is a weapon. I think... Sally thinks about a unicorn horn that goes on the front of this purple. Oh my god! This purple convertible Fantastic. to maybe spear some folk. Who knows? This mm-hmm. thing is the most phallic car. <laughs> oh yeah! And uh, as it's as it's like materializing, it lets you know that there's one message, and it's like beeping. Mm-hmm. And you hit it, and it like shows it shows the the vehicle, and then it like zooms in and shows a button on the front dash and like the the little computer person hits the button and then it shows that the unicorn horn spins like a drill. (laughs) So so there you go, that vehicle appears and you all are uh, set to hop out and drive to your first destination. Baby, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, we get like a proper like outrun style style thing like jaunty composed by sega music starts people are waving (laughs) their hands from side to side in the back seat as we kind of like start revving uh there's a three two one go kind of like out of nowhere as we just peel off into the desert 
Russell's playing air guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Deborah is like leaning out the window the way like a dog would stick its head out the window, and uh, her her breasts are flapping behind her like long ears. The animators took a lot of time on those. They <laughs> really loved it. They had so much fun with this. The rigging on this lady is absolutely wild. <laughs> oh, man. Ragdoll physics everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the, there are a lot of people that have glitched that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that have complained about a glitch where they get to the first quest, but her breast is still in the town. Yeah. <laughs> She's just standing on solid ground and presser. <laughs> Waving. There, there are a lot of like cutscenes where if like it just calculates in the wrong way, they're just like flapping all over the place like a bunch of bats through the entire scene. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that could be a weapon. Why can't Deborah fly? <laughs> Boobs move like wings. That's an unlock. Oh, that's an God. unlock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long's the drive, please? Oh, uh... oh, no, it's not that long at all. We're not going to do another minigame mm. driving event. Uh, you saw my last one, so I'll let you uh, I'll let you get through this mm. one without doom and gloom. But what you do pull up to as you arrive at the destination, you see a ship just kind of hovering there, ready to take off. Oh, like an airship? And you see, yeah, an airship. Oh. And you see, like, a bunch of uniform figures holding weapons, uh, looking around, uh, a couple of them, like the grunts, are holding chains that have uh, crocos on them, just kind of like stalking around, scoping out the area. You see uh, just workers in the background moving heavy pallets onto the uh, the ship, and it seems they're they're almost done. They're about three fourths of the way done when you pull up, and yeah, this is this is where this old man has told you to go make a complete fucking racket kill everybody and leave his calling card Mm. so one of those since i'm driving and hey we have all the weapons on this car we might as well use Mm -hmm. them we see we get like a little hud readout and it like zooms in on one of the people uh like in that area in the loading bay the one that's holding like a croco and uh tiago goes oh my god that's my ex-boyfriend. Do you want us to kill that guy for you? I fucking hate him. Yeah! And we start the drill. Uh, Tiago makes, oh, despite gosh. the distance, despite the distance, Tiago makes eye contact with the the man holding the croco. And there's just like a sensation of being watched from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> With the dust cloud on the horizon. I think, like, looks over, sees you, and, like, is trying to decide whether to go say hi or to report you. Mm. And is just kind of, like, sitting there. Yeah. Is that? (laughs) And uh, the car doesn't slow down as the big dust cloud and everything and the kind of, like, pulsing outrun music continues to get louder as just unwaveringly in a straight line towards the ex-boyfriend whose name is uh, Derek. Choosing uh, somebody who isn't a real ex-boyfriend because that would be awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Derek sees this car with its 
narwhal unicorn spinning horn <laughs> approach at speed, unstopping. Uh, 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 and just like starts screaming and everybody turns and like looks at Derek and is like, what the hell? Looks over and it's like, oh shit! And just sets off an alarm. This episode of One Shot uses music from the following artists. Detonation Blues by Fillmore. Smart Horse Saloon Rag by Dresden the Flamingo. And Faxohect by Matteo Galisi. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. And that's the episode. Ooh! Tune in next week for part three of Gun Fucks. But before you go, we end our episodes here at One Shot with a call to action. Last week, I talked about reaching out to a friend in need. But this week, I want to turn our focus inward. Your mental health is always important. Please do what you can to take time for yourself to disconnect in order to prevent burnout, schedule in some breaks throughout the week, set up a play date or gaming sesh with your friends to blow off some steam, or just grab some snackies, kick back, and binge something silly. You are important, valid, and deserving of happiness. Thank you to all our patrons. Your support helps keep all this wonderful goodness going. If you want to support us in a non-monetary way, share the show with friends. Slide up in those DMs. Kool-Aid man kick down their door and with snacks and stuff and binge a few episodes. <laughs> oh, also please leave some five-star reviews on iTunes. They increase our visibility and written reviews help others find us. For example, you know, <clears throat> oh my God, all these guest hosts are so amazing and talented. We need more episodes of them. <laughs> especially that wonderful bean bees <laughs> you know something like that <laughs> please tune in next time and take care of yourselves as always a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on patreon if you want to help us in a non-monetary way the best thing you can do is tell a friend you can also leave us a rating and review on itunes every five star review we get helps new people find the show for the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.